everybody. Good morning. Um, welcome to your Monday morning with Power to Fly. My name is Meg. I'm here as part of the Power to Fly virtual hosting team. And I am super excited to get started with you all on today's upcoming chat, introduce you to our wonderful speaker, and get started on some of the great questions that you all had asked us. Um, as we get going here, I do just want to go over a couple oh, quick housekeeping items for everyone. Um, if you haven't joined us for uh, a chat in a while, this will all be new, but apologies to anybody that's kind of a, a frequent flyer with us. I'll try and get through this as quickly as possible so we can get onto the main event. Um, let just Today, just like all of our other events, is about participation. We do all of this for you, for our attendees, for our, our community members. So to that end, um, we want to make sure that y'all feel welcome to participate. Um, you are more than welcome to turn your cameras on. I know I very much more than ever appreciate seeing smiling faces uh, without masks over them. So please feel free to come on, uh, turn your cameras on if you'd like. You can also come off mute to ask questions or um, submit a comment as well as um, Annika goes through her chat today. Um, if you, for some reason, are having you know, some kind of privacy concerns because we are recording today's event and you don't wanna show up on the recording, that's not a problem. You are still more than welcome to participate. If you stay on mute during the um, entirety of today's chat, you will not appear on our recording um, or our live stream to our, our Power to Fly platform of today's event. So just know that. Um, but if you do want to participate and you still want to stay um, you know, off the radar, you are welcome to do so by putting any comments or questions that you have into the Zoom group chat. And if you are on deep cover and really, you know, kind of black ops make want to make sure nobody knows you're here, that is fine too. You can still participate um, by instead of sending your questions or comments to everyone in the Zoom group chat, you're going to use that drop down in there and send it directly to me, Meg Alexander. Um, I'll make sure that your questions or comments are, are raised and keep you anonymous. Um, like I did say earlier, this session is being recorded. So whether you spend five minutes with us or 55 minutes, um, anybody that registered for today's session, even if they're not able to make, a, make it for the live recording, will receive an email in one to two business days with a link to rewatch this, uh, this session. So if you um, want to send that or share it with a, with a friend, you're more than welcome to. It's always free to watch um, our videos. Um, the other thing is you will be able to view this recording in perpetuity on the Power to Fly website, as well as on our YouTube channel, which is at Power to Fly. Um, speaking of our YouTube channel, I highly recommend that you follow us. Um, if you don't want to wait the one to two business days uh, to see or rewatch re this recording, um, you can always head there as soon as we're done today and you can check out the, uh, the recording that will be posted there. Um, you can also follow us on many other social channels. We are at Power to Fly on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And let's see what else. Um, oh, the only other thing I have to tell you is that if you if you do want to come off mute to ask questions or comment, we highly, highly encourage this. But as we're going along, um, try your best to make sure that you are on mute unless you are actively speaking. I'll be doing the same thing, kind of going on and off mute a lot during today's chat um, to make sure that nobody has to listen to my bulldog snoring under my desk. Um, if I do mute you for whatever reason, it is not a rebuke. You are more than welcome to, to comment or to ask questions. It's just I'm muting you because you might have some background noise that you don't realize is interfering with the recording and with the audio quality for everybody else on the call. Um, so just keep that in mind as you are asking questions or feel like you want to participate. Um, as we get started here, I do just want to call out real quick um, that Elastic, who is hosting or is uh, sponsoring today's session, um, is an absolutely amazing company. Um, one of the things I want to call out, and I'll put a link into the, the group chat here in a minute where you can um, kind of explore this, but I want to make sure that you all uh, know that you can follow Elastic on PowerToFly.com. 
So when you go in there, um, I'll give you the link that'll take you directly to Elastic's company page. Um, you can follow them there. It's a big pink button at the top that says follow. And what that's gonna do is gonna alert you when, um, when Elastic has uh, any updates, like if they post new jobs or if there's um, changes to their company info. It's also going to alert you when they have an upcoming event, like today's chat and learn, um, like our virtual career fairs, or if they're going to be maybe part of a panel for one of our mini summits or our upcoming mega summit in February. Um, so please feel free to check out Elastic there. You can follow or unfollow as many companies as you like, um, but it is a really great way to make sure that you stay updated as well as tell the Elastic team that you are very interested in working with them. So it's something that's um, kind of a little known feature of Powerfly and I like to point it out to everybody in case you don't know because you should really take advantage of it. Um, and like I said, I'll put the link to that page uh, into the Zoom group chat here in just a minute. Um, as we get started, I am really excited to introduce all of you to Annika Ekdahl. Annika is the regional VP for EMEA North at Elastic, the search company behind the Elastic stack. That's Elastic Search, Kibana, Beats, and Logstash. Prior to Elastic, Annika held roles at Splunk and IBM. She has over 20 years experience in business-to-business -business sales management, complex solution sales, and business development and leading teams. So welcome, Annika. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Megan. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, and uh, and as, uh, as Megan said, I've been, uh, I, I started Elastic actually six months ago in April, just in the middle of COVID-19, which, which is an interesting uh, uh, <laughs> start as well. But uh, as we are distributed by design, uh, it, it works uh, super well. Uh, and I have a long experience with, uh, with the IT software industry, basically. Uh, 20 years uh, almost with, with IBM as such. Uh, so long experience there and, and uh, a journey was Splunk as well. I've been uh, uh, in sales roles most of the time. So leading sales team, being uh, carrying my own bag, so to speak, in terms of individual contributor, informal leaders as well when covering a broader part of the portfolio. I've been also covering different customer segments uh, and also different geographies, basically. So that's a bit of my, my background when it comes to my professional life. Uh, and if you just turn the slide, here is my busy personal life as well. And I think it, it makes sense to just describe who I am as a person. Uh, before we go into the topic as today, because it's, it's also showing uh, how I am as, as uh, how I live my life, basically. Uh, and I'm, I'm uh, as, as the interest as, the, as well, I'm part of, uh, of EMEA, which is the, the European part of the company as well. So I'm based in Sweden. Uh, I live in Stockholm. I live in the archipelago outside of Stockholm, basically, uh, together with my family. Uh, I'm married since 20 years back. I have three daughters, 15, soon 14, and 10. Uh, and the, uh, the family were joined by the last family member in January, which is a Labrador puppy, as you can see on the picture as well. So now the crowd is completed. That's what we usually say in the family as well. <laughs> um, when I don't work, I spend my time uh, uh, do, doing different kinds of sports, basically. I, I do a lot of running, hiking in the woods, now together with the, with the dog as well. I'm also coach to my youngest daughter's floorball team. And 
for the ones who doesn't know what floorball is, you can see on the screen here, it's actually, you use the stick and you use the ball. Uh, it's like indoor hockey without uh, any safety things on sort of carrying it on your body, basically. And and the top picture is showing the, uh, the whole team uh, as well. Uh, uh, and uh, and just we as a family we really like to to do a lot of activities so uh, I just needed to to tell you the story about the, the bicycle part of it uh, two years ago uh, during I think it was actually the hottest summer days uh, it was like 20 22 degrees Celsius uh, we decided to take a two days trip um, through the uh, the one of the famous canals in Sweden that it was uh, that was built actually in the 18th century to to carry goods from the west part to the east part uh, instead of going around the country uh, so we cycled by that cana canal uh, 100 100 kilometers for two days uh, and it was you know afterwards my my daughters were saying that I want bicycle for for a single day uh, in a year's time, uh, basically. But but now we're laughing at it. And I think it's also coming nicely into what we're talking about. Putting out of the comfort zone, pushing you a bit uh, with a with a nice sort of environment as well. Uh, and, and giving you your comfort basically with the family. And 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 we were we were supporting each other. So when they when one of one of us was sort of struggling the most, we were you know, pepping and, and stuff like that during the journey. So that's a bit of me uh, when it comes to my private life. Uh, should we just move the slide then, please? Yeah, so this, this topic, uh, getting out of the comfort zone uh, and the importance of networking, I think that's, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's super important for everybody, no matter what type of role you have uh, and, and what you want to achieve, basically. Uh, and, and the definition, um, how I see it is, is getting out of your comfort zone is a topic as itself, basically. That's something that we do in, in small steps and, and in big steps, basically. This could be the speech that I'm doing today, could be getting out of your comfort zone in, in my, my perspective. Uh, and another thing could be just to call a person that, that you, you don't really know could be another thing that, that step you out of your comfort zone so it's very personal uh, and and uh, and it's something that I think that you should do on a daily basis and and often it has the tendency to when when it's it's labeled with out of your comfort zone it has a tendency to to go uh, a bit lower down in the priority because it's a bit of a stone in the shoe so to speak uh, to do these things uh, and the importance of networking. I think that's that's the key aspect in order for you to be able to uh, to come through difficult times, uh, in order for you to grow as a person, to get different aspects, uh, and and also to share best practices. So that's how I sort of define the terms of, of both comfort zone and the importance of networking, basically. And why is this important? First of all, to, to be able to grow. Um, and I actually have a quote from, from the former uh, CEO of IBM, General Metti, who said that growth and comfort doesn't come together. 
So you need to be a little bit uncomfortable uh, in order for you to grow. And that's, that's as I said, very individual. Uh, it, it could mean something to me and it could mean a total different thing to somebody else. And also when it comes to networking, uh, enable for you to, to find the right career move or uh, to, to solve a, a difficult task in the daily work um, or, or just share best practices. I think that's, that's the importance of, of both of these things. Um, and then when it comes to my approach, First of all, I think it's important to, to set a plan uh, when it comes to, to build a network and, and maintain a network. What do I want to achieve? Uh, and, and where do I start? And set aside time to do that. It's as important as uh, getting your groceries or, or uh, having another daily work in your, your task, basically. In my, it, it, it is as important as having four cost calls in my organization. Uh, that's how I judge the building a plan when it comes to networking. And I, I work in four different areas uh, at the moment which is, of course, having the right network in the right level when it comes to our customers. So I need to identify, I need to build, and I need to maintain uh, what is appropriate in my role to approach the customers and the roles within the customers, basically. Uh, and also when it comes to our partners, uh, we, we, we deliver and, and we are depending on our partners to build, to build on our platform, basically. Uh, and it's, it's also very important for me to build up the network, the right network within our partners. So that's the second part of it, what I'm doing. Uh, and also, as I'm fairly new to Elastic, I need to ensure that I have the right internal network that can support me. When I when I have challenges or or when I have a difficult uh, in in terms of or, or just try to to navigate in the right right manner basically so that's also something that I need to establish and maintain, um, uh, which is also super important. And the fourth, uh, as 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 important as the other ones, but a, a little bit different, it's the external network. Uh, I define that as. Uh, as people, it could be peers to myself in different organizations. Uh, it could be a mentor to me. It could be a coach. It could be uh, somebody that can that brings add value into my my knowledge and and also some somebody that I can that I can use as a sparring person partner outside of my own organization. So so that is basically my approach to the to the topic as such. Awesome. Thank you for spelling that out for us, Annika. I think it can be really helpful, especially with a topic kind of as broad as this of getting out of your comfort zone um, to really start with a good foundation. Um, as we get going here, I do just want to call out real quickly. Um, the next two slides are going to be the questions that we have set up to ask. So please feel free to take screenshots if you'd like, but they're not required. I just know that sometimes our more type A joiners appreciate, um, you know, kind of the crib notes of what we're going to cover today. Um, so I'll pause on this slide and the next for just a couple seconds here. Um, so what I'm going to tell you guys is that we, we took all of the questions that y'all submitted um, ahead of today's session, which were amazing. Thank you so much. Um, we um, condensed them, took out kind of redundant questions or repeating questions, and sort of um, arranged them in what we feel is a conversational flow. So I'm going to switch to the second screen here so you can see the rest of our questions. 
the whole idea of showing you all this is just to give you an idea of if we're going to touch on a subject that maybe you are interested in or you have a particular question about. Also to, to kind of highlight that questions towards the end, we might not have a chance to get to because I know that sometimes we spend a lot of time um, in discussions on a couple different questions as opposed to getting through the full list. So um, if you have a question and you want to make sure it gets asked and answered today, the best way to go about doing that is to either come off mute and ask your question directly or to put your question into the Zoom group chat. So I am um, I'm super happy to you know, call out those questions as they come up. If they were, if they'll maybe fit better with another, um, you know, kind of in, in the same area as another question that I know we're going to get to in a couple minutes, I'll like, you know, kind of save that question as submitted in the chat until we get to that, you know, kind of get to that area. But please feel free, guys, because you all are are here and participate participating today. Sorry, I'm like stumbling over my words. Um, but we want to make sure that you all get as much out of today as we put into it. So really feel like you have the power to kind of direct today's conversation because you really do. Um, all right, so Annika, to get us started with our first question here, do you have any particular advice for new graduates um, or people who are new to an area and are eager to network? Yes, for, for graduates, uh, I think it's it's a couple of things that comes to mind. Uh, first of all, I think you should, you should uh, establish your, your foundation when it comes to if you have other graduates that's starting at the same time. So, so I really encourage you to, to sort of start your community within the group as such to share uh, maybe, you know, frustration or knowledge that, 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 that you got on the road. That could also, you know, grow your network in 10 years time, because then you, then you, you, you knew each other from, from, from the start, basically. Another thing, um, when, it comes to, when it comes to networking, I think that you should think through what you want to get out of the conversation. What's your, what, are you, what, what are you looking for uh, in the network, basically? Uh, and, and also, as I, as I described, what I think it's important is to set a plan uh, for it. And don't be shy. Uh, even even a CEO can take time to to talk to you. And 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 I think I, I use the the word of flattery. Everybody is is sort of <laughs> uh, is is weak to that. So 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 use that card if necessary for sure. Uh, and another thing is if if you work in a large organization, just check if you have a mentor program within the organization. I think that that's also very valuable. Uh, so if you have a structured way of, of, of also creating your network, that would be my, my thing in, in terms of being a new to a company, basically. Absolutely. And I think you're right. These are um, they're, they're situations and suggestions that do work really well for new graduates, but especially for people who are maybe returning to their careers um, or people that are changing their careers or pivoting later on. It's always important to know that if you're kind of going back to those basics as you're starting, um, you know, it never hurts. It's ne there's never a problem going back to basics, even if all you learn from it is, okay, well, I already remember this, so I can keep moving on. All right, so the next question that was asked um, is this. This person says, I'm so busy with working and a family. What is the most efficient way to network and work on relationship maintenance? Yeah, that's an interesting question. And as, as I describe my family life myself, I'm uh, I don't have, you know, the 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 small kids any longer. Even if you know, big, <laughs> larger or or grown up kids could also take their time. I will take their time, of course. But but I, I really I really understand this. Um, 
So, so first of all, set aside time, uh, as, as, I, as I initially talked about as well. So, so time in your calendar uh, and, and has that as, as, as a slot to, to actually work uh, on, on the network. And maybe you should just think about maintaining. Maybe you shouldn't take the time. And this, this might not be the time in your life that you should have the most expansion of your network. It doesn't really make sense. Um, it, that might be something that you should, should think about and, and be a bit strategic about it. Uh, so, so you, it, it's totally okay after like, you know, uh, when the, when the years passed in, in terms of it's okay to, to get back to the two person that you haven't spoken to for five years. It, it's, that's totally fine. So don't, don't feel uh, bad about it uh, it's just you, you just basically set set the plan and maybe just keep on keep on maintenance uh, instead of, of, of going it uh, in this in this part uh, of, of your life basically that's a really important thing to highlight you're right um, is that you know with networking it can seem very intent on the finish line or intent on where, what what this person can do for you or where they can take you or something like that but you're right, it's really important to remember that growth is not, it can be a lifelong thing, but it doesn't have to be the same pace all your life. Um, so looking at it more in terms of, of maintaining a relationship rather than growing it can be really helpful to people who feel like they're not actively doing anything um, you know, to kind of push where they are. Um, I see we've got a comment in the chat here where this person, uh, Gwen, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly, um, is saying, I'm unemployed after a lengthy career in marketing and sales, and now I'm taking courses in design, UX and UI, coding and branding and social media. I'm a little unsure of my future career path and wonder if you could recommend something in the way of networking sessions. So if you're unsure of your career path, um, what are some of the ways that you uh, could, you know, kind of strike out and, and use networking to maybe help solidify your career path, especially if you're not really sure where you want to go and who you should be talking to? Mm -hmm. Oh, a good question. Uh, if I, I've just set myself into the same situation, I would uh, I would definitely use my network to, to you know brainstorm and and also might get feedback on on what I am good at. What 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 how how do you other people see my capabilities? If I'm unsure about that, uh, definitely. And, and what do I really? What do I like to do in terms of what what makes me happy, <laughs> uh, uh, and 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 use the the network as a as a, as a sparring um, opportunity basically, uh, and maybe your network uh, is is close to in this case uh, about design. Uh, maybe you have somebody that that actually work with that. So talk to that person. To get more insight of what what is what it really means uh, and, and what um, what that person um, sort of like about the job and and so forth and if if that person also have connections to broaden your network within the potential area. Absolutely, and I think it's important to remember that you know not everybody knows where they're going in life, and a lot of people that think they know where they're going, it might not play out that way, or they might change their way their minds along the way. So calling out to other people, you know, hey, this is the, the direction I'm headed in, or these are the new things I'm learning. I'm still not real sure where I want to go with it. You know, it's not a faux pas to say that you're not sure. Like you might, you might end up connecting with other people that were in your position before, or people that are similarly like kind of exploring other avenues. I know that it's one of the things that I think of when I talk to my, my friends is to say like, 
you know, oh, I know that you came from this, you know, such and such background, but I heard something really cool the other day about this, you know, area, and maybe you should look into it, or maybe this would be interesting to you. Um, and I think that's definitely something that's prevalent among networking people, as well as just, you know, kind of in a friend situation. Mm-hmm. All right. So this next question asks, do you have a favorite story to tell from a time when you stepped out of your comfort zone? Can you tell us about what happened and what about that story that maybe didn't work out so great? Yeah, uh, stepping out of the comfort zone uh, in terms of, of, of networking aspect. Yeah, what it what it's come, comes to mind is, is actually something that happened, I think it was like 10 years ago or something. Uh, I, was, I was fairly new in a... a uh, in a sales position, uh, and I was participating in a, in a fairly big seminar, uh, face-to-face uh, these days, basically, <laughs> uh, in, a, in, a, in a large hotel in Stockholm. And I was working with one of the larger insurance companies, uh, and I, was, I had tried to get hold on the CIO for quite some time. I, I, did, I haven't succeeded prior to that, uh, in that seminar, that CIO held a speech on uh, where they were and, and the journey and, and basically their, the challenges they had on, on, on the journey related to IT, uh, which was the, the, the subject as such. Uh, afterwards, I was approaching that CIO. It, it, you know, it, it was something that it didn't feel... I didn't know him. I didn't know... It, as he didn't respond to my, my previous um, sort of reach out... Uh, so, so I was unsure how, how he would take it, basically, but I did it. And, and afterwards, we actually set up um, a, a meeting. Uh, and to make a long story short, uh, we closed the deal. I think it was six months later uh, with him. So, so I think that that's a, that's a good story. And, and that also gives you a bit of self-confidence that next time you know what, what, it's, what it actually can do when, when, you, when you do things like that. But of course, they're in the in the opposite side, you know, I reach out to people daily or at least on a weekly basis, and and I, I sometimes I don't get a response either, uh, which which is of course not not there. So so I think don't be afraid to to uh, and see that as a failure, because it's it's it happens to everybody. Uh, I actually also tried to, I reached out to somebody that I worked with prior. Um, I wanted to work with a specific partner. Uh, that was quite recently. Uh, but that CEO uh, actually turned me down and said that, no, we're working with somebody else. So, so it's, it's, no, it's no room for you, basically. Uh, and and, and it's, it don't take it personal. Uh, it, it's not to me personally. It's just what the, the the message or the the value. I couldn't bring the value to him. Basically, he didn't see it. I'm sure that next time our sort of road sort of uh, interacts again, he will he will reach out to me again. So I'm I'm not taking that personal. <laughs> so it, it it happens it happens to me as well. Thank you for calling that out. I think you're right. It can be very easy in the moment to take these things personally, um, especially when you maybe have a lot that you think uh, on your side and maybe aren't communicating that is riding on this network or this networking connection. And the other person either doesn't have the time or doesn't see it the same way. Um, it can feel really devastating. Um, but I think that you're right. The important thing to think of is that this isn't the last day. 
it's entirely possible that this situation will work out later on. And so thinking of it in terms of not just like making a networking connection that works for you, but maintaining a relationship with that person um, can really help, at least for me, it helps like kind of put things in more of a long-term perspective. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and also the value, you need to bring value in, in, the, in the network as well. I think that's, that's also something when it comes to sort of maintaining and, and building and, and establishing a network as well. So, so what kind of value do you bring as well? Something yeah. to think about. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we've got a couple of questions that are showing up in the chat here. Um, the first one I want to touch on is submitted by Pete. Pete says, what do you feel is the best follow-up method? LinkedIn, email, phone calls, et cetera. Oh, that's a very general. Uh, I think it, it depends on the situation, uh, very situational based. And that's definitely how I see it. Uh, just something that I, I, I have been thinking about for, uh, you know, after COVID, we seems to, my first sort of stomach feeling would say, pick up the phone, pick up the phone. I think that we talk to each other much, much less than we should. Uh, don't send so many emails. <laughs> uh, I think uh, try to pick up the phone uh, in, in a higher extent than we do. Uh, but I think that's, I'm saying that because it's, you know, on top of my mind at the moment. Uh, I don't think it's, it's, it's one, one way fits all, basically. Uh, I know that we have been trying out different, uh, different ways of, of getting people's uh, attention, basically, when it comes to, to prospecting, because that's also network building, basically. Um, so, so I don't think it's it's one size fits all. Uh, it's definitely situational based. But what what you need to bring, uh, no matter what you do, is basically you need to be prepared. Uh, and and you need to to come with a value. Either at, I, uh, I I read something that that uh, I, I read an article that you 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 sort of did, or I read uh, something about your company. I'm so curious about that. Or uh, we have done something with a similar company like yours. Uh, let me tell you about that. You need to you need to bring something, and you need to to be able to to actually show from uh, from the bus basically. You need to stand out from, from the bus. Yeah. Uh, we have another question coming in from the chat. Uh, Jasmine is asking, can you clarify the difference between entry and junior level? I transitioned into marketing after teaching, but have three years experience at a digital marketing agency as well as launching startups. I feel like when I network at events geared towards individuals who are new to marketing, I don't grow, but I also understand that I don't really have a wealth of experience left. Good question. Uh, Thank you for taking these off the cuff. I know it can be very difficult, especially yeah. <laughs> when we, we sent you a, a list saying like, here's mostly what we're going to ask. And then we get these, um, these really good yeah. questions from participants. Yeah, it's super good question. What, 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 what I start to think of is basically it, uh, and I'm not saying that is, that's right, but if, if you like play tennis, you want to play tennis with somebody that's better than you in order for you to basically develop. Uh, so depending on what you what you after, I think it's it it could it could vary to to talk to people on the same level because then you 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 might share sort of challenges or or potentials or or um, discussion points uh, when when you sort of lean forward and, and and sort of reach for somebody that has has longer experience than you 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 will probably get something uh, something else uh, in terms of assets. 
Um, so, so I think it's it's uh, if that if if that sort of uh, was somehow related to the question, <laughs> it it started me. It, it started to I started to think basically. Uh, no, I feel you on that. Um, okay, so this next question actually kind of relates a little bit to what Pete had asked. Um, networking in times of COVID feels tiring and possibly less effective. What are the best virtual networking tools that one should use? And do you have best practices for effective virtual networking? So you've spoken a little bit about, you know, kind of checking, picking the method that works best for you, um, you know, at least the medium, and then really bringing, um, you know, bringing value to the conversation. Um, are there any kind of maybe COVID specific rules on how often to follow up or um, how, maybe how upfront and direct you should be as opposed to, you know, a slow lead in or, you know, working on, you know, something else like, you know, leading in with like getting to know someone. I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of people reverted to like, can I pick your brain or let's have coffee. And those maybe don't necessarily feel as, as useful anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's, first of all, I think it, it might be a culture thing as well, uh, based on what you're saying direct or not direct. So, so it's, uh, you should think about that aspect as well. Um, I use, uh, Elastic use uh, Zoom, for example. So we use that tool, and I think it, there, there's other tools as well out there that you can definitely use. Uh, what I what I think it's super important is first of all that you show your face. Uh, otherwise, it, it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense. So so, so the the small things uh, into it, and I also think that you can still actually uh, go outside to to uh, to network. Um, at least where I live, uh, we don't use masks. But even if you use masks uh, in, in COVID times, I think going for a walk with a social distance, that's fine as well. Um, so so use, use that. Uh, and, and also, once again, pick up the phone because I, I, it seems to have a tendency for people that they, they have a bit more time because they're not traveling to work uh, back and forth. So and they don't meet as many people as they used to do when they went to the office. So some of the people seems to have, you know, is seeking for, for talking to people as well. So, so I, I see that tendency basically that, that people, that people really likes to, to interact. So, so try to either set up a, a, a digital meeting, show your face, uh, go for a walking coffee, uh, if it's appropriate, uh, or, or pick up the phone. That's what I would do and is doing. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, so this next person is um, kind of following suit, asking how can you increase your chances of getting a response when you're trying to network via LinkedIn? So in terms of what you had said previously, you know, about, you know, kind of touching on similar projects that you've worked on or maybe an article that person has written, um, are there any other ways that you can really utilize LinkedIn as a resource, you know, like, following people that you want to contact, anything like that? Uh, yeah, I think that the chances, uh, I also, you could also debate if, if using Sales Navigator or, or, or just connect with people. It's, I have seen different patterns uh, working in different ways, basically. Uh, we tried, tried to, to use just, just connections uh, without any, any sort of added note into it as well uh, and that seems to be also something if you just want to build up a network and, and then start to, create, to to share something but what I 
what I'm, I'm, I'm firmly believer of is that you share something that you have been prepping uh, do the background work basically you know what the the company that the person work uh, working it depends on if, if it's a sales call or if it's a something that that you would like to to get out of the the person in terms of of experience or but but just trying to be personal uh, uh, I, I got or and also try to get a, a warm introduction for somebody that that's already knowing the person that that's the best thing to do basically so check out the the person's network and see if that's sort of going into your network and and start to build from that being personal, warm introductions, uh, that, that would be my, uh, that would be my tips in for, in terms of, of, uh, of getting a better response rate. I love that idea of working your warm introductions um, and trying to get like, you know, if you have people in common or something, I mean, generally in my experience, a lot of people, like they want to do, they want to help people. They want to do good things. And so if the, if the ask is so low of literally just like, I see your friends with this person on LinkedIn, could you introduce me? Um, you know, that's a really relatively low lift for that other person to be able to do something good for, for their friend or for their you know, colleague, their, their uh, connection and, you know, really help further your career. And you're right. It can be just as simple as saying like, Hey, I see your friends with this person. I'm trying to, you know, hook up with them to pick their brain about such and such. Um, and see if they'd be open to it. Yeah. Right. And another, so another, another comment is basically that when you do that, when you ask for a warm introduction, please loop back to the person because, because I think that next time, if you don't do that next time, it, it, they might not do the warm introduction. So I think that's, that's, that's maintaining the network. Uh, I think that's important as well. Yes, Sorry, mate. absolutely. No, it's okay. Thank you for calling that out because you're right. I feel like that's something we don't talk about very often is, well, what it happens if that person does give you the, the warm lead um, is to make sure that you go back and, and circle back. Like, hey, thanks. I was able to connect with them and this went so well. If you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to ask. Like if I can do the same for you or something. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So this next person had asked, how can we lever leverage networking while trying to make a career pivot? What advice do you have for those who are struggling to get out of their initial comfort zones and talk to new people, especially in a new industry? Yeah, I think that's a super interesting uh, question as well. Uh, first of all, uh, how do uh, we leverage that? What we're trying to make? Yeah, so so going back into who who my network who is who is that connected to in terms of warm introductions as well so i think that's going hand in hand with that as well uh, and also trying to be in in areas or platforms that that the new industry is playing playing at basically and try to identify which people you should talk to so so being at the same arena uh, as as you want to move towards uh, but also see if you can have any warm introductions. I think these are these are the things that I I, I would uh, definitely work on. And and don't be don't be shy if if we're talking about the comfort zone. Maybe the warm introduction uh, plays out good. Um, but also when you when you play in the new arena, um, the, the flat report could also be something. Um, people want to talk to people that. You know, giving them some credit for something, or, or and 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 just uh, just 
be generously interested as well. Uh, I think that's that's also something if people is is really um, generously showing what what they really want uh, and is is eager to learn. I think that's that's also something that that would play out good. Yeah, for sure. I think you're right. Like being able to make that that personal connection and, and explain why you want to connect with that person is huge because this might be somebody who is you know, maybe a big figure in that industry and you might not know because you're just kind of new there. Mm -hmm. um, so even saying something like, you know, I, I was doing some research, I'm new to this field and you seem to be, you know, kind of a, a really big part of this industry. And I just kind of would like to, you know, get your advice as to the state of, you know, the stage of my career that I'm in, or I'd like to, you know, connect with you to kind of figure out where I should you know, focus my efforts as I'm learning this new field. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, leading with questions and like you said, leading with that, a little bit of a flattery angle, um, never hurt anybody, especially, you know, these are people that you're asking to connect with you. You obviously look up to them for some reason, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and and just about the comfort zone, do do the, if, if you're sort of uh, set aside COVID-19, but, you know, in a, in a large seminar or something like that, do, do the one-to-one -one thing instead if, if you feel a bit shy and, and if, if you feel a bit uncomfortable. Uh, just, I think, working one-to-one -one is, is probably the better way to, to approach it. Take small steps. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm. Okay. So this next person had asked, what is your best approach to cold networking? So if you don't have that warm introduction option. For example, mm. when you want a foot in the door, but you have very little to go on to make an introduction to that person. I mean, not everybody, you know, publishes um, articles on LinkedIn. Not everybody is very um, visible or vocal in their specific field. Yeah, uh, and and what comes to mind is is of course when when uh, when we think about like like prospecting or or something like that. When when you really want to get in in touch with the person, I think. Timing is an aspect, uh, and 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 I think that's that's also based on 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 the situation. Uh, so I, I, it's difficult to say that this is exactly the right timing. But uh, I've just seen from the past, try to approach one person at at one specific uh, uh, timing, and then approach the same person a month later on. Uh, no feedback at these two two uh, two. To situations basically and then an additional uh, reach out two months after that and then the person was uh, was willing to actually connect so I think timing is one thing and timing you could you could try to to sort of steer towards but it's 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 never sort of uh, you know 100% for sure um, but that would be and, and also try to do the homework even if that, that that person doesn't share anything maybe uh, maybe the company share something uh, or uh, that you can tag along to basically and based on the person's role you might be able to twist it around a bit uh, so for example take a head of marketing in, in, in one of the retail companies and, and, and when the, the company is sharing uh, a, a news of, of related to something, uh, you, you might be able to tag along on that, even if it's not personal shared, but it should be related to the person's role, basically. 
Um, so I, I think the homework part is still valid uh, and the timing is, is something that you can think about. Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's one of those things that if you're doing your homework correctly, even if this person themselves is not maybe very personally visible, you can look and see like if there are things that their department would have been a part of or projects that their team is launching um, and you know that that's something that they're a part of, you can even kind of make it more of that ask there and say, hey, I saw that your company did such and such you know, great achievement lately. Um, as somebody who's kind of on the inside, could you talk to me about that? Or could I ask you some questions about it? And that way, if they're not maybe really the person on that team, you can either use them to kind of connect you with somebody else who is closer to that project or maybe you know, kind of work that around and be like, oh, I thought that you were part of this team. Could you explain to me a little bit more about what you do? Mm -hmm. um, since I, you know, since my impression obviously wasn't accurate at first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. All right, so we only have about 15 minutes left in today's chat. This always seems like it goes too quickly. So I do just wanna flag that for anybody who is hanging back, maybe has a question that they especially want to ask um, and was you know, kind of waiting for their moment. So please feel free to, uh, to jump in here if you'd like. I'm gonna pause for a second to give somebody the option if they wanna come off mute while I switch us to our next slide. Floor is yours, y'all. Feel free to step up if you like. And keep in mind, if you want to ask a question um, in the next you know, 15, 16 minutes, or 14 minutes that we have left, um, please feel free to interrupt me if you'd like. I get paid to fill the space. So I'm more than happy to, to relinquish the mic so that you guys can uh, you know, kind of get your face time with Annika. All right, so this person had asked, what about when you're trying to reach out to a contact of your contact? So like kind of secondary or you know, second or third level connections. <laughs> Um, if you're particularly interested in a job or a role. So we've talked a little bit about, you know, networking connections and, um, you know, uh, canvassing for like a sales prospect. Um, but what happens if it's for a specific job role? Is there anything that changes in this, in the, the steps that you've laid out? First of all, you shouldn't step, you need to talk to the contact, uh, of course, uh, in, in the, before reaching out to the contact contact. So, uh, <clears throat> And, and trying to understand from your contact who, who the who the second contact would be. It's a lot of contact here. I uh, I do agree, uh, but but definitely the, the the first the person that you know in your network. Uh, check out in how, how what kind of you know preferences or uh, uh, and and if it's also depending and if they if they work at the same company, of course. Uh, so definitely talk to you, talk to your network uh, and, and your contact before reaching out the other to, to the to the second line contact, so to speak. <laughs> uh, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good thing to make sure that you're not you're not missing that step. Um, if you are trying to get to a third level contact, make sure you're mm -hmm. telling your first level contact, hey, you know, this is the the aim that I have. Um, it's really, I, I mean, I can think of a couple of situations where it might be a little bit dicey to let people know that you're, you're looking out um, for like a new role, but if these are personal contacts that you have, it really shouldn't be an issue to let somebody know, you know, I mean, I feel like that's, it used to be a lot more prevalent about how people would find their next jobs, right? It was that networking. It wasn't really like checking job boards or checking the want ads. Um, but now that we are in that place where it is more, you know, about all of these people looking for jobs, it never hurts to use that personal connection. Um, especially since depending on what your connection level is, I mean, mm -hmm. is it one of those things where if you have somebody that works at that company, that that's a, a route you should pursue first, maybe, as opposed to somebody who is maybe 
personally uh, closer to you? Yeah, and I think it's, it's also depending if you're talking about all of these three people is working at the same company or if, if they're working at totally different companies or I think it, it, it could vary a bit as well. Uh, if, if, if I were specifically interested in a, in a certain job in a certain company, uh, I would, yeah, I, it, it's situational based. I would not necessarily reach out to the contact now when I think about it, uh, because it could be, you know, in a competing company or uh, so it, it, it's not it's not really right or wrong uh, to reach out to the, the, the first contact uh, as, as the first first initiate that you do, you might go across that person. Yeah, so we have a question in the comment section here. Um, Gwen is asking, should this conversation be direct, i.e. asking about the job of interest, or should it be less direct and more aimed at building a relationship with the contact of the contact? So let's say for this example, um, and please feel free to come off mute and add context or put it in the chat if this is your question. Um, but let's say, for example, that your contact initial has another friend at that company, let's say, um, and you're trying to get to that, that friend at the company. Should you be direct when contacting the, the third level contact or should you be more indirect? When it comes to contacting the first person or uh, just so I understand the, the, the view basically. Um, I mean, honestly, even both at this point. So when you contact that initial person, should you be pretty upfront, assuming that there's no like con you know, conflict or, or business problems, um, should you be upfront with your initial contact of like your initial friend already and say like, here's what you're hoping to do or here's what you're trying to, you know, what you're interested in? I would do that, but that's me personally. I'm, I'm a fairly direct person. So, so, so I would definitely go, uh, go on that route. Uh, and and let's, let's pretend in this case that both of these people is, is working at the same company and you know, you have one, one contact in your network who has the contact with the other person that's actually is 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 uh, has the specific yeah, open open job. So I would, uh, of course, I would talk to my contact depending on the relationship I have with the contact. Uh, of course, uh, if it's you know just somebody outside in the network that I don't really uh, know, or I would probably go direct to the person, and I would be direct. Uh, of, of course, you're not just uh, doing the homework. Why am I interested in this? Uh, why do I see this as an interesting company? Why do I want to move to uh, taking this? This uh, Why am I interested in this position? Um, it's still, it's still a, a sales perspective. And as I'm working with sales as a DNA, I think that's, <laughs> that should, uh, should apply in this, this aspect as well. You want yeah. you want to hire somebody that is that that really want to to come to your company. You don't want to hire somebody that you uh, that doesn't really want to come. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's right. Um, Jane is in the comment section saying direct is best. It's what she does and it's what how she's been successful. Uh, and I think you're right. It never hurts to kind of be direct and professionally direct with people. Um, if only so that way, like, you know, if what you're asking isn't really something they can deliver or if they don't really have any, um, you know, input or, or clout to give you to add to your application, um, that way that maybe they'll be more inclined to introduce you to the person that actually can 
or maybe even clarify like, hey, you know, they're actually really <laughs> looking for outside, you know, for somebody outside on this role. So yeah, personal connections might've been helpful in the past, but for this, maybe I would keep your distance and make sure that you are seen as an outside person coming in as a new, you know, a, a newer, fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, um, totally agree. Direct is probably the best. And that would uh, Gwyn is saying, I asked because it's been recommended in other similar events to work on building the relationship first. And then after that's established, if the job is still available, approach after building rapport and going through the get to know you phase. Um, and then you said a lot about how this was kind of mm. um, dependent on the situation, but would this maybe be a situation where you should do some of that homework and figure out how quickly they tend to move on different positions? I think I think in my view the the, the train has has left the station if if you wait too long. So so uh, um, no, I would. Uh, it's it's difficult probably to uh, it's difficult to find a situation when it's it's appropriate not to go directly. It depends on maybe you doesn't you don't know so much about the the, the company or uh, we, we had another example of, of somebody that want to change career basically and, and, and move from marketing into design if I remember it right. Um, in that perspective I would probably sort of seek more and, and learn more about uh, and building the network before I apply to something because what, what I now we're moving a bit of topic in in terms of, of choosing companies and such, but but I think definitely you you should you should be wanting to move into something, and, and then you need to do a fair due diligence if 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 the company is is meeting what you want to do and and your values as well. I think that's that's important. Uh, a side step from the, from the topic, but as as important. <laughs> no, that's a really good point to make, and these things are all kind of interconnected. Jane, did you have something you wanted to add? I do have a question. I haven't experienced it, but um, a lot of people that I do try to help with um, job search and job career, they have experienced sexism and ageism. So I don't know if you can kind of touch on that, Annika, and how to kind of navigate that. Um, and yeah. I haven't experienced it, but they they have. So a lot of what I do is I do those warm introductions or the warm handshakes that they applied for the job. No one's No one's getting back to them. I'm like, okay, where did you apply? I'll reach out instantly. They connect with me and I'm just like, Hey, you know, so-and-so is applying for this job. Could you, you know, would you be able to update on them on the process or could you put them in the right? And they're like, sure, happy to, you know? So mm-hmm. can you talk about, you know, ageism and sexism kind of, you know, how to tackle it? Or I, I just, I don't, I haven't experienced it, but a big percentage of the people who I'm helping do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I sort of spontaneously, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of, of uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't accept that no matter what. Uh, and and that, that is also mirroring the company as such. So uh, without, uh, probably I need to think about it more, but, you know, I, I wouldn't work with the co- for a company that, that is, is, is uh, you know, is, is, is using that or is, has that sort of, mentality and if that goes to one person no I'm, I'm i'm basically too old to to stick up to this type of of behavior basically i i, I know that doesn't sort of uh, really answers the question but that that is how i personally would tackle it uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't go through with with the application in these type of companies basically okay mm. Sorry for not having more of a method of how to tackle it, basically. No, no, no that's okay. 
Okay, and I'm thinking the more of the ageism and the sexism is like the first point of contact, unfortunately, um, either hiring manager or recruiter or whatnot. And it's not necessarily the kind of culture of the company. Mm -hmm. That's why I kind of help. Because yeah, absolutely. I would not keep applying for a company who, you know, <laughs> um, is, you know, sexist and ageist. But thank you, yeah, but maybe when when uh, sort of trying to understand if if that's the the, the come if, if it's more than that that just that person trying to to build going back to the network basically again so so let's pretend that that you actually have a second person that you know within the company I would definitely check with that of course and with my contacts contact uh, to to understand if that's if that's just that person. Uh, or if that's if if that's broader than that just person if it's the culture yeah right. thank you so much all right so as we keep moving i see we only have about three minutes left so i want to try and get to one more question before we round up for today um let see we've got one in here that kind of covers anything that we haven't really talked about Okay, so this one I'm kind of interested in here. Um, it's question 20. This person wants to know, how can we network with quiet or shy people? How can we connect with them and help bring them out of their bubble? And I feel like if we have time, maybe we can touch on this kind of on both sides as a, as a maybe as an introvert, as an extrovert, how to network with quiet mm -hmm. people, but as an introvert, how to, how to network, especially when you're getting met with a lot of extroversion. I think that's a you know, that's a really good question because everybody everybody is different. Uh, so first of all, I think it's the one-to-one -one approach. Uh, going back to that, hopefully the world is, or I wouldn't say hopefully, uh, set aside COVID nineteen. So so when when you when you sort of uh, collaborate in different arenas, uh, in different uh, different aspects, uh, have have the one-to-one -one approach. And try to find a topic that that's really interest that that interest of, of the person, um, because if you show interest, uh, I, I'm sure that the, the shy person is is uh, starting to collaborate. Um, so so don't probably not put put the person on a spot, but just have the one to one. Uh, maybe a walking coffee at these times, or or uh, having a you know one to one conversation. That would definitely be my uh, my my suggestion, or or how would I would approach it? Excellent, thank you for that. Um, okay, so to round us out here today, I just wanted to sit, step back and, and kind of remind everybody, especially if you didn't join us right at the, the beginning of today's chat, um, that Elastic is hiring. So, Annika, could you tell us about maybe your favorite part about working at Elastic? Uh, I would say it's actually it's it's uh, it's three things. Uh, it's the uh, as, as I am a salesperson, uh, I think about the opportunity. We have a huge opportunity, uh, and that goes for for you know we have a forefront uh, technical platform, uh, and and we're doing great things in terms of, of of use cases with the customer. So so basically the potential, uh, and that 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 goes in no matter role, what kind of role you have. But definitely the people. We are distributed by design, so we have so many different different personalities and so many different cultures and backgrounds uh, being in 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 spreadly uh, throughout the world, um, and definitely the culture. We're talking a lot about being humble and ambitious, and I really like that combination. 
I'm, I'm, I'm really, I have high energy myself, but I'm, but I'm also really interested in, 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 in human human people and human beings uh, as such. So I, I, I really, it collaborates really well with the humble and ambitious part of our source code, basically. So these are the things why, why I joined Elastic and why, why I think a lot of people did uh, and, and why you should consider it. Awesome, thank you so much. Um, I know we're over by a minute, but the one thing I did want to call out today, I've just put a couple links into the chat where you can um, connect with Annika on LinkedIn if you'd like. Um, also a link where you can check out some of our upcoming virtual events. We've got some really great stuff happening. There's even two more events today that I'll be hosting. So if you'd like to see more of my special face, um, please feel free to join us uh, for either of those. Um, and then I do just want to uh, kind of circle back one more time and let you know, um, you can follow Elastic on their Power to Fly page. Um, it, this alerts you when they have new roles that they're posted, um, if they are going to participate in any upcoming events like today, um, or if they have any updates to their page. So please feel free to follow Elastic. It, um, it also tells the Elastic team that you are very interested in working with them. Um, it's a really great thing to do, especially if you take a look at their open roles now and don't see anything that really suits you. Um, it's a really great way to make sure that the next time they post a role, you can check it out and see if it's something that you'd like to do without having to kind of go back and, and go full analog and remind yourself to check back on these pages. Um, so please feel free to take, uh, take a look at those. Um, I just wanted to have a real quick call out um, as a thank you to everybody who turned in, tuned in today, um, especially all of our attendees here on the Zoom or anybody that's watching on our live stream on YouTube or on our website. Thank you so much for, for tuning in and watching with us and learning from Annika. Um, and Annika, I just want to say a huge thank you to you for taking time out of your day um, to spend with our community here and, and help us learn from you. So thank you so much. Yeah, super fun. Really connect with me if you have any other questions or if you if you want to talk about something else. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Annika. Thank, um, you. thank you. Annika and Meg. Thanks, Jane. I'll see you at the next one. <laughs> Yay! Uh, everybody else that's not sticking around, um, have a happy Monday, and hopefully we'll see you on future uh, virtual events here with Power to Fly. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>